0: Councillor Hines quits Labour to join Sinn Féin. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Councillor Dennis Hines, who represents Castle electoral area on the Carlo-Kilkenny border, has quit the Labour Party to join Sinn Féin. I am very pleased to join Sinn Féin because I firmly believe the party is genuinely committed to delivering the type of change that Ireland needs, said Councillor Hines who was also Labour's candidate in Carlo Kilkenny at the last general election. That means putting workers and families first, building homes, addressing the crisis in our health service, tackling the spiralling costs of living and starting to plan for Irish unity. I very much look forward to working with the party locally and nationally to deliver the change that's required. The Carlo Kilkenny Labour Party, however, has expressed its disappointment with Councillor Hines' decision. In a statement, it said that it will now work to ensure the party wins back the seat it has held in the Castlecomer electoral area. Rathvilly Mann is Carlo Family Carer of the Year. Article by Michael Tracy. A young Rathvilly man who went from college to caring for his younger brother when COVID-19 hit has been named Carlo Carer of the Year. Luke Marr, aged 23, was nominated by his mother Ashling for this year's Netwatch Carlo Family Carer of the Year in recognition of the care he provided to his 16-year-old brother Owen, who has autism. With Ashling returning to work with the National Ambulance Service during the Covid crisis, and his father Jimmy transporting PPE and providing support for swabbing as a soldier with the Defence Forces, Luke put his own career on hold and became Owen's carer. Luke responded the way he always did, with a smile on his face, said proud Mom Ashling. He just got on with it. He's that type of lad. He does not realise how good he is, how amazing he is. While finishing off his thesis and final exams for a degree in sports management at IT Carlow, Luke not only cared for Owen, but also became his teacher, SNA, home support, occupational therapist and speech and language therapist, as all of these services stopped due to the pandemic. Luke had gone from college and football in and out of home to being constantly with Owen and doing everything with him, said Ashling. Owen responded really positively and has grown a big bond with Luke. He has autism, is a teenage boy and it's great to have someone to look up to. Luke will always fight his brother's corner and Ashling will always be indebted to him for allowing her to help others in their time of need. Luke's reaction to the award is also quite revealing. When he found out he had won, Luke's response was, But I have done nothing. The annual awards organised by Family Cares Ireland seek to recognise and shine a light on the remarkable contribution of Ireland's forgotten frontline, who go the extra mile every day in caring for loved ones with additional needs. More than 500,000 people in Ireland provide unpaid care in the home for children or adults with physical or intellectual disabilities, frail older people and those with palliative care needs, and those living with chronic illnesses, mental ill health or addiction. The pandemic has been a challenging time for all of society, but especially for family carers and those they care for, who saw essential services and supports severely impacted. When Ireland shut down, family carers stepped up in support of their loved ones. Carlo Kilkenny Carer Supports Manager Eddie Keevan said, Now, more than ever, family carers deserve to be recognised for their enormous contribution to our society. Their unyielding commitment to care for their loved ones at home, particularly during the COVID-19 crisis, has been nothing short of remarkable. And this sacrifice often comes at a cost to their physical, emotional and financial well-being. These awards are about paying tribute to all of Ireland's 500,000 family carers and shining a light on the immense work they do day in and day out, often with little or no help from the state. Their essential contribution to our national health care system needs to be properly acknowledged and supported. Colin Hayes, Netwatch Head of Business for Ireland and the UK said, We are blown away by the level of sacrifice, care and commitment shown by each and every carer. It's an honour to be part of this and hope that our involvement can help in even a small way to highlight this charity and support the needs of its members. Students enjoy live video call with an astronaut. Article by Elizabeth Lee. 100 post-primary students from St. Leo's College, Presentation College and Tyndall College took part in a a once-in-a-lifetime live video call with European Space Agency astronaut Matthias Maurer on board the International Space Station on Wednesday. The in-flight call was secured after IT Carlow reached for the stars in its STEM ambitions by collaborating with the European Space Education Resource Office Ireland at Science Foundation Ireland. Dr Stephen Scully, a lecturer in the Department of Aerospace, Mechanical and Electronic Engineering at IT Carlow, and Stephanie O'Neill, ESERO Ireland Manager at SFI, led the successful bid to secure the call with German ESA astronaut Matthias, who's currently on board the International Space Station. The once-in-a-lifetime event gave the students and teachers the opportunity to ask Matthias questions about living and working on the ISS and how we use space technology in our daily lives. Students in Germany and the Czech Republic also joined the call while space enthusiasts were invited to watch a live stream of the event. During his time in orbit, Matthias will support over 35 European experiments and even more international experiments on board. Students also heard from the Cosmic KISS Crew support at the ESA Astronaut Centre in Cologne, Germany, while PhD students from IT Carlo gave talks on using robots to explore the solar system, the challenges of space exploration and the science of human movement in space. T.D. supports calls for footpath ban on e-scooters, article by Michael Tracy. Driving an e-scooter on a footpath should be an offence, according to a Carlo TD. Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor stated that she has received several complaints about e-scooters being driven on footpaths. The local TD has called for any legislation in relation to e-scooters to prohibit their use on footpaths due to the impact on people with disabilities and the elderly. In a recent Dahl speech, Deputy Murnane O'Connor said, We cannot proceed with legislation that might allow e-scooters to be permitted on footpaths. The Road Traffic and Roads Bill 2021 must prohibit the use of e-scooters on footpaths and include such uses as an offence. The carlo based TD also called for an acoustic vehicle alert system known as AVAS to be fitted on all e-scooters so that pedestrians can hear them approaching. This is essential for the safety of pedestrians who are blind or visually impaired. I recently had several phone calls on this topic, she said. I have sometimes seen two people on one scooter. The evenings are getting darker and you might find yourself suddenly almost on top of them. I got several phone calls about scooters on the footpaths. I cannot highlight enough that in smaller rural towns our footpaths are small. We have to be careful with this for people with a disability, in wheelchairs, with buggies and older people who are out walking. We cannot allow this type of thing to happen it would work against us in the long term the td was critical of current legislation which allows a maximum speed of 20 kilometers per hour this is far too fast for other road users and should be reduced to 12 kilometers per hour in line with other european countries two carlo firms shortlisted for apprentice employer of the year article by michael tracy Two carlo companies have been nominated for apprentice employer of the year alltech farming solutions and carlo toolmaking services are among 10 employers nominated for the 2021 generation apprenticeship employer of the year in the southeast 71 companies are nominated nationally the awards showcase the talent and energy of ireland's thriving apprenticeship employer sector Altech Farming Solutions has been shortlisted in the small and medium enterprise SME category. A respected leader in sustainable and profitable farming solutions, Altech currently employs 175 staff and 6 apprentices. Also nominated in the SME category is Carlo Toolmaking Services. Established in 1994, CTS has been providing top-quality, efficient tool-making services to the oral, medical, pharma, food and automotive industries for almost three decades. Operating from a purpose-built facility in Carlo, CTS's range of work includes special-purpose machines, jigs and fixtures, press tools, prototypes and precision components. Welcoming the nomination, CTS Managing Director Pat Ammon said, I'm delighted Carlo Toolmaking Services has been nominated for Employer of the Year and very happy to be associated with Generation Apprenticeship 2021. I honestly think that apprenticeships or a similar style of training is the way forward for a lot more careers and other forms of education could learn a lot from this template. Speaking ahead of the virtual awards ceremony which takes place later this month, Sullis Executive Director Dr Mary Liz Trant said, Following a very challenging 20 months for everyone, we look forward to celebrating the resilience and vitality of these companies and the critical role played by apprenticeships in the social and economic life of the country. Planning Appeal Lodged for High-Rise Apartment Blocks Article by Michael Tracy. A proposal to erect a high-density apartment complex in Carlow Town has been reignited after a planning appeal was lodged with on board Planola. Derek Devoy Limited was refused permission for 60 apartments at the old Greenvale site on Montgomery Street, Carlow, last August. The apartments would have been accommodated in five-storey and four-storey blocks. Refusing permission, the council planners considered the proposal excessive in terms of bulk, height and scale at a visually sensitive location fronting onto the River Barrow and the Barrow Track. The project would not satisfactorily integrate with existing development in the area and would adversely impact the Montgomery Street architectural conservation area. In a recent appeal lodged with on board the Planala, Derek Devoy Limited said that similar high-density planning applications have been approved in the area, highlighting two cases in the last 20 years. The appeal document states, It is a legally legitimate and reasonable expectation from a planning applicant and developer to expect the council to be consistent and to hold to the in-principle assumptions and in-principle judgments made in the planning decision-making process for similar developments to the subject site. The Council also said the development would adversely impact the Barrow Special Area of Conservation and would also likely exacerbate flooding risk in the area, and these are also contested by the developer. The application had been downscaled during the planning process to 60 apartments from 78 apartments across three blocks after the Council raised serious concerns when seeking further information parking was also increased from 38 spaces to 60 in the revised plans the case is due to be decided by the 15th of march 2022